Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hi, JRF, producer Debbie. Loving the new jingle jangles. You know what I mean? Well done there. Well done, producer Debbie. It's the carer here. Well done for, I guess, getting things together after the incident. It sounded like a really challenging thing, and I'm pleased for Scotty. I mean, you never know the rumour mills. You know, working-class hero celebrities, they can have quite a fall from grace. But anyway, I think, yeah, you know, I mean, if the rumours are true, I think Ben and Jerry's, they've got a valuable member of staff there now. Anyway, I just wish it was all a sort of so happy old, old new year. Take care, you know, of yourselves. It's all the same old shit, different date. Stay strong, stay true, and most importantly, stay you guys. You guys! After the tone, after the tone, leave your message after the tone. I yes, Scotty, love. It's that JRF here. Hiya, love, how are you? Now, listen, hiya, the carer, hiya, producer Debbie, hiya, Harry and Liam, and hello, lovely Stephen from Montreal. Right, what is going on? What kind of emotional roller coaster have you set us all on? You reel us in, you make us happy, oh, what a lovely time, and then we're all having a wee cheeky dance from Stephen from Montreal, you're losing your job. What's going on? I'm baffled. I'm baffled and perplexed. The cat's looking at me like, when am I going to have my breakfast? You can rein it in. What's going on? I I can't be left in such suspense. I wasn't asking. Was I asking for a job? What's going on? Any road? Um, love and like. God bless, sweetheart. Answers on a postcard. What's going on? Anyway... Yeah, speak soon. Um, bye. 
Oh, hello. <laughs> Fine, I'll come back under duress. <laughs> I'm sorry, we left you on a bit of a cliffhanger there for the last show of 2020, didn't we? But, you know, we thought we'd go along with uh, Stephen from Montreal's suggestion. And there was outrage. There was outrage that I might be um, replaced. But, you know, fine. I'm here under duress. <laughs> Hello, welcome to After the Tone, presented by me, Scotty, and almost an hour of listeners' voice notes. I sort of forgot what I was doing or who I was there, which I think is a sign of the times, held together seamlessly by the wonderful, the beautiful, the gorgeous, the amazing. I hope she edited some of these out, because, I mean, she's probably about two of them. (laughs) The wonderful producer, Deb. And do you know what? I'm just going to put cards on the table. I'm recording this on the first day of the new national lockdown measures that have been announced in England and Scotland. And I feel this anticipation in the air, babes. <laughs> and the show might reflect that. So I'm just going to put that out there. But I do just want to let you know that like the last lockdown measures, wherever you're listening from, and we're still going to be here for you. You know, the whole aim of this is to lower the mood and lighten the tone. <laughs> I think if I'm being more honest, it's all about lightening the mood and lowering the tone. (laughs) Anyway, a little quick shout out there to the Patreon. I'm having some really lovely conversations with the backstage crew over there. If you want to join us, patreon.com forward slash after the tone. People are helping support, keep the show on air. And we also get to divulge into one of the calls in a sort of a more elaborate length over there and chat to each other, which has been very nice. So do come over there and join us. You might also notice today that I'm quite nasally. And of course, the first thing that happens, the first sneeze that you have nowadays, you're like, oh, that's it, consumption, I'm gone. (laughs) But then I realised I've just moved into this apartment and it's fucking covered in dust. And so I'm just... Oh, anyway, so if I'm sneezing my way through this, don't worry, you can't catch it, it's a podcast. Don't be stupid, what's going on with yourself? Anyway, I think we should get on with it. I think we should dive into the mailbag because, you know, we're all here for one reason. Supposedly. Anyway, we're going to have a lovely time, right? You're going to sit there with a glass of something warm or cold or... I mean, I couldn't really care less what temperature it was. You know, I'm just grateful that you're here, really. I mean, I'm not even that grateful. Right, here we go. Debbie, open up the mailbox. Let's see who's rung up this week. Hi, Scotty. It's Holly. I noticed that somewhere along the line, you stopped clapping for yourself at the beginning of every episode. And I thought, that's not all right. So I thought I would clap for you. I'm realizing now that WhatsApp makes you hold down the record button, so I've only got one hand. Uh, But here's me vigorously hitting a desk. (laughs) Thank you very much, Holly. You know, I'll take praise where I get it on this podcast because some people are trying to get me out of a gig. (laughs) So I'm having that one hand to clap. Yeah, you're right. What I was doing there was trying to diversify the audio picture as I believe they call it in podcast land, which basically meant, you know, shift it up a bit. But I'm going to have that gratuitous praise that you've just given me, Holly, and I'm going to shove it in me chutzpah. And shouldn't you be so lucky to see? (laughs) If anyone else fancies giving me a round of applause from various locations around the world, I mean, I'm not going to say no. I've actually just had to pause the last episode because I just have to say a big... Fuck off to Amanda. What an absolute prick, mate. Solidarity to the carer, today and always. And I'll just tell that schleg to get the fuck out of my pub. Get out of my fucking pub, Amanda, you schleg. 
raging. Honestly, I think we had about 30 calls. Official complaints about the work of Amanda. Raging. I believe some people over the way would say, The neck! (laughs) And if that doesn't mean anything to you, it's never going to mean anything to you. (laughs) I'm delirious today, everybody. Anyway, but yeah, I think we all were like... What the fuck is she on about? So I wouldn't be surprised if we get some more calls down the line where people are fuming at Amanda. We love the Carrera. You know, I can't say that anymore because it just gets a bit repetitive, but we do. You know what? It's a bit like, you know, when you're a kid and you play out. Sorry, middle-class people won't understand this. When you're a kid and you play out, and, like, you have this, like, bond with another child. I mean, you're also a child, so it's not weird. And you start calling each other cuz. You're right, cuz. <laughs> and sort of people just feel that you're somehow related even though you're not. I sort of feel like that with the carer. And be like, yeah, you're right, cuz. <laughs> Carer's a bit like, please, I'm not that common. Hey, Scotty, it's uh, Jamie from Edinburgh again. I think I wanted to just phone up and uh, celebrate things because 2020 has been shit. So... I wanted to put a good and hopeful spin on 2021. So I celebrate the amazing character that is the carer, his incredible patience in the face of asshole family, the amazing remix of that JRF, and celebrate my knee because it was hurting all the way through 2020, like shooting pains across the front. And then I got laid off from one job and then another job and la la la, ended up doing some stuff in the Tartan Blanket Company down in Leith, packing blankets for people. It was lovely. And somebody just spoke to me behind. And as I turned, I twisted my knee. This was in September. Oh, my God, the pain, the shooting pain. I couldn't walk for a couple of weeks there, actually. So I lost that job. Hooray, hooray. Then I was hobbling around when I finally got better on my knee for a few months. And then on New Year's Eve Eve, it popped back into place, just popped back in, just by walking around the flat. Just amazing. And I just wanted to celebrate that and go, hey, I hope that is a fantastic and positive image and omen for 2021. Let us all pop back into place. Sorry, is this what it's come to now that we are discussing each other's ailments? (laughs) We're talking about each other's knees. I feel like I've just walked into my nan's, but the central heating isn't on, so I feel a little bit like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> Omen? Actually, O-person. It could be an O-person for the new year. Who knows? Anyway, Jamie, I'm glad your knees come back into place. <laughs> God forbid. This is really awful. When you were talking about that you did your knee in, in that blanket place, I thought, well, they should have given you a blanket to take home to put over your lovely knees. <laughs> Although I think that might be, what do they say, add injury to insult or add insult to injury. It's one of those ones. Anyway, Jamie, can I just say, by the by here, you haven't even brought this up. You sound like someone from like Scottish telly. And imagining you're not someone from Scottish telly, but you've just got that like posh Scottish voice. And when I mean posh Scottish voice, I mean as in like, we can all understand what you're saying. <laughs> Oh, there'll be complaints from Glasgow now. (laughs) You've got that, like, STV, which, for listeners outside of Scotland, is like ITV, but with a Scottish accent, but a sort of polite Scottish accent. 
I mean, you have got the Nicola Sturgeon about you. <laughs> and who knows, Jamie, if you've got the same blow dry. So I would love to know whether or not you've ever thought about having a career in the voiceovers or doing, you know, the telly voice things. Because I think it'd be quite good at it. Why don't you call back next week and give us a little um, trailer for the Patreon or something like that? Give us a little like... And if you want to call up to the show, call this number. Because I think you'd be great at it. We could use it as your audition tape. Look at that! We're making work in this room. Hi, Scotty. First time caller. Please may I have a badge? I'm walking my dogs in the pitch black, in the woods, in the snow. You might be able to hear it crunching. Um, I'm out of breath because I'm fat and unfit and I don't care about that. I've just been thinking about the last show and the carer and fuck family and it's so nice to say that leaving it in 2020 I think I don't really need to take family into 21 with me so yeah just sort of wanted to call and say that and also I was thinking about loneliness and that theme and I think I'm a bit of a lonely weirdo and there's nothing wrong with that. It's difficult, but I'd rather be a confident in myself than trying to please other people. And something that that their JRF said a couple of shows ago, talking about identity and where that lies, kind of made me realise my own queerness that I've maybe never been open about before. So I guess I'm going to tell you guys before we get to 21 that hello I'm queer and I'm okay with that so I don't know where I sit with it but in the sort of LGBTQIA line and letters and if it should have a particular name but hey I'm queer and I'm I'm fat and I'm cool with that as we go into 21 so happy new year to you guys thanks Scotty thanks Debs thanks ATT crew Bye. Lovely first time call. You know what I feel about a first time call. So thank you for plucking up the courage and getting on that, particularly when you're out for a walk, because it's not warm out, is it? You requested the badge for being a first time caller. I'm not fucking made money. Far from it. Actually, I'm more likely to give you a badge for being a fat knobhead than anything else. When you were like fat and queer, I was like, do you know what? Let's get him a badge. <laughs> So if you want a badge from me, you're more likely to get one for being a fat queer weirdo than you are a first-time caller. But you mentioned there about being a lonely weirdo and, you know, other people are calling up the show and being like, oh, I'm having this moment where I'm realising I'm a lonely weirdo. Have you all just realised you all listen to me every fucking week, you bunch of fucking lunatics? I say that as a lunatic myself. I love the fact that we're all coming out to each other. <laughs> and this, of course, is a space for everyone to be like, oh, I think I'm this, and, and how do I work that out? For real, you know, truth talk now. Come here, ask questions of the room, find your pals, do you know what I mean? Because, I mean, how else are we going to fucking do it in the world that we're currently living in? And living under capitalism. Anyway, don't get me on my high horse, because you know what I'm like, I won't come down. Family. Now, I just wanted to pick up on this into 2021. 
I am, I think, quite a lone ranger in life. I enjoy my own company. I was a lonely child, a lonely child, there you go, Freudian slip, an only child for a very long time until I was about 12. I mean, I absolutely adore my brother. I think he's like one of the world's best people. But I do really just enjoy being on my own and being in my own thoughts. And I think my family have always found that weird because my family are the sort of family that if the dog's been out the room for too long, my family are like, where's the dog? Where's the dog? <laughs> and James always says, I mean, your family live in a two-bedroom bungalow. I mean, the dog's not going to go far. <laughs> but it's just that sort of paranoia. You know, my family are very close like that. And I guess I haven't been because I'm the outsider in, in lots of different ways. They love and they adore me for my outsiderness and they completely accept me. But we're just different. You know what I mean? And so I've always enjoyed my own space. But coming and moving so far away, oh my God, I'm like, shall we do a family FaceTime? There's something I do miss about, I guess, the subtlety of family. I guess I'm not an explicit family person where I'm like, oh, I don't feel the need for us all to like gather as a wide group of people and be like, we share (laughs) genes. That's not kind of for me what I think I need but what I think I do need is my brother sending me a little message being like hey how are you bro or like my dad sending a funny meme or my mum being like shall we have a chat because no one's awake yet I guess sort of family entering this new year and being now for the first time with a lot of distance between us geographically has meant I sort of crave that subtlety a bit more but yeah I understand what it is to feel left of centre from those that you grew up with. Hi Scotty and producer Deb. Hope you're both doing very well. Long time listener, first time caller. Um, Sorry, my words get real tumbled up. I'm hoping you're still taking messages for things that we're leaving in 2020 because I'm leaving behind gender now. I know that's a big concept, but... The reason I'm leaving it behind is that I have a condition, PCOS, for anyone who's interested, that I've known I've had for eight years now. And I've only recently found out that some people with PCOS identify as intersex. The things you learn online, it's amazing. And I've struggled with like gender identity for a while now. And finding that out, I was just like, oh shit, like everything makes sense. And I've like got to work through all the guilt and everything, but it feels really freeing. And I don't really have anyone else to tell because my family aren't too accepting of things like that. So I thought I'd share it with my After the Time family, you know, in the pub, just with all you guys. So yeah, love you lots. Oh, absolute adoration and love. First Let's start off with the LLFC. Long-time listener, first-time caller. There you go. I've made it a thing. Welcome to the family. Welcome to the group. I love someone who's lurked for a while and has gone, do you know what? This is my moment. As Martin McClutchin once said. And if you don't know who Martin McClutchin is, probably can't be friends. Now, gender is a big concept. You're right. I think you said that as in, like, what you were feeling felt like a big concept. But I just want to say that back to you, as if it is therapy. Gender is a big concept. Yeah. And it's one that really fucking fucks with us as well. And sticks with us. It's like Catholicism in a way. I mean, these people who have set up these structures really knew what they were fucking up to. They really knew the legacy of them and how fucking damaging they could be. A solidarity and love for PCOS. Like, have lots of friends who have certain bits in their body that mean it takes over so much of their life 
and having to confront realities from a really young age and also just like coming to terms with what the fuck is my body doing you know I've got one friend who I'm thinking of who really has to sit with this thing of like why is my body allergic to itself anyway by the by I just wanted to say something which I hope is helpful or is useful and maybe to some people this will be a bit obvious but just because you've got certain bits it doesn't mean you're a certain way if you want to and if you are an intersex person hello welcome to the aftertone family we're all for all the alphabet spaghettis here. I know there's some real pushback in the sort of gay male community about like, oh, all these letters. I'm like, well, fine, let's get rid of the G. Because <laughs> the rest of us, well, <laughs> turfy lesses aside, we're all kind of getting along quite well. And I think what I really love about alphabet spaghetti, you know, as a Q person, being acknowledged within that umbrella, is that we sort of understand each other's experiences to a certain extent so we can support each other and be bigger, louder, wider and more encompassing. So welcome to the alphabet spaghetti soup. That is the after the tone after party. You're welcome. And just hear that. I really just want you to hear that. If you've got any other questions that you want to ask about what it is to be intersex or gender non-conforming or gender fluid or if anybody else wants to throw those into the room I'm more than willing for us to like hammer those out with each other and remember questions that are inquisitive are really useful questions that come from a space of eh, uh just won't get airtime okay <laughs> because this isn't a democracy it doesn't need to be <laughs> If you want a democracy or that version of a democracy, you can find that in the right wing press. But here, lovely person, LLFC, love that, long time listener, first time caller. You are more than welcome at this table. Get yourself a seat, hun. Well, we're fucking flying through them today, aren't we? I just always like to take this little half-time breather to remind you that without your calls... Well, there is no show. So I'd really love for you to pick up on any of the threads that we're talking about. There are multiple beautiful conversations that are going on, which I'm very much enjoying. Me and Deb have a lovely little conversation after each show each week because we really love the fact that these like conversations are now happening over like two or three months. So keep it going. If you want to bring a new question to the room, feel free. If you're a first time caller, you can have a proverbial badge. But um, as I said before, if you have got a BMI over 36, I'm more likely to send you a real one. <laughs> it is very simple to do you just open up your whatsapp you hit the record button and you send us that voice note to this number zero seven double eight two hundred three four two zero you can talk about anything, you know, as Jamie was presenting there, we were talking about Jamie's knee ailments. But, you know, if you've got other things to talk about, welcome to the group. Also, just to do a little shout out for the backstage crew on Patreon, patreon.com forward slash after the tone. And also, we, you know, we really like to hear from you on the Twitter visions or the Instagrams, hashtag after the tone POD. Let us know what you think of the show. And if you don't mind, what would be lovely is if you give us a little review or subscribe. God, that took a while to get out, didn't it? Because it does help us with the ratings and all of that palaver. Anyway, enough of the hard sell. Let's get back to the community centre. Hi, Scotty. Happy New Year. It's uh, Carl here. 
Yeah, just wanted to say a huge thank you for the Camp Round Yours party. Yeah, we had a great time. We had the gorgeous Ralph, who's a singer in the West End, giving us a little private show, which was dreamy. And then uh, we did some karaoke afterwards. And I have found it quite difficult on these Zoom parties to uh, judge how much one is drinking. So, yeah, had a lovely time. Then was sort of just sick in the bath and on the floor and... Um, yeah, left left the sort of window on the street open quite wide all night and locked my parents' dogs in the living room and, and I'm still in bed. It's 4th of January, so thanks so much. Had a wonderful time and uh, see you soon. Bye. <laughs> Lovely, Carl. Well, you know, any hangover that's endorsed by me and the Scotty and Friends crew, I'm more than happy to take full responsibility for. So, listeners, if you don't know what this is about, I am the artistic director of a production company that is called Scotty and Friends. And every year we would usually put on a big to-do, big queer knees up around New Year's Eve to essentially give people a sort of space for weirdos who wouldn't normally go to a nightclub or who prefer just see a turn but maybe not in one of those gay super clubs so this year because we couldn't do that we asked people if they wanted to have campground theirs so um, me and James spent most of December getting together people's favourite snacks and bits and bobs, a couple of bottles of fizz, you know, the sort of thing, and booking acts that we thought would work really well for each household. So that's what Carl there is talking about. <laughs> you know, it's a good night if you've done something slightly wrong. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good night if you've done something explicitly wrong. I'm saying if you've done something slightly wrong, like leaving the windows open and the dogs sort of like, oh, maybe we could go out. I remember quite frequently in my early 20s waking up with the window open and then looking out and being like, oh, I was drinking WKD last night because the vomit is blue. I also have the same thing, you know, like I mentioned about uh, this relationship with Zoom parties. I'm just like, oh, what do you do to get through it? Do you have a Bev? And I particularly don't like drinking at a screen because I just think that feels a bit lonely and um, has a bit of a relationship to old past habits that I've had. And I don't want to um, bring back. I'm glad you've had a good one, I guess is what I'm saying. So more of that, please. To Scotty and Deb. One, one, two, one. I set the angels spinning for me. I lit the blessed candle for myself. I doused the wax with tranquility oil for one. I said, may I be well, may I be happy. I dusted the tall boy and said, I don't know if we'll be in each other's lives this time next year. I sprinkled salt on our threshold. I hoovered the floor and reordered the room for my own peace of mind. I loaded the washing machine with your bulky clothes to wash tomorrow. I practiced what to say when you came back. I ate generic noodles from a cup, read my book that mirrors the furies inside me. I turned off Spotify initially so it would not seem like I was enjoying your absence, but then relished the quiet. I like the mid-fight New Year's Day. It's the space and time I need right now. Shame you won't allow me to have it without hassle. (sighs) There are very rare moments in which I'm speechless. And I think I'm speechless through this through adoration for your skill and your um, 
willingness to share and the honesty and depth in which you've just shared. That's actually really touching. Well, where do you go with that? (laughs) If there's anything that I love about this space, it is not only the generosity in which so many of you approach this space to share, but the way in which you do share. Whoever you are, I hope you're minding yourself. And I hope those moments on Spotify are more prolific. And I'm glad that you are making that space for yourself. But of course it comes at a cost, doesn't it? It's tough because I know this space well, but I don't have words for it yet. Thanks for calling. Scotty, hi producer Deb. Hello, lovely after the tone community. Long time listener, first time caller. Basically, a couple of weeks ago, one of your callers left a message about their neighbours having noisy sex and their dilemma about what to do about the situation. Well, I heard that and I was like, I've just got to get over my nerves and phone in because, yeah, well, it'll become obvious. I live in a block of flats on an estate and about a year and a half ago, A letter came through my letterbox and I have it here and I'm going to read it to you. It goes like this. Dear neighbour, we are writing to ask you to not make so much noise when you are having sex. You are waking people up during the night and frightening the children. When people have windows open in the summer, you can be heard in the flats opposite. We're writing to you as it is embarrassing to talk to you face to face about this. But if it doesn't stop, we will have to complain to the landlord, your neighbours. So (laughs) uh, (laughs) I can see the funny side now, I guess. Uh, At the time, I was really mortified by this. Really, really embarrassed. My partner had a very, very different reaction. He was ecstatic. He thought it was brilliant and hilarious. And I think he'd be quite happy if we had it framed and put on our wall, to be honest. Like I say, I I can see the funny side now, but I think even today when I pass people in the stairways or out on the estate, I'm always just like looking at them twice, thinking, are you the one who sent me that note through my door? Yeah, I definitely sort of... I don't know, struggle a little bit to meet people's eyes sometimes. I think the bit that really got me was about frightening the children. That really stressed me out. And also the idea that they would complain to the landlord, although that's pretty ridiculous, isn't it? The idea that I would get evicted on the basis of having sex too loudly. Yeah. Anyway, I'm very careful to make sure my windows are closed now if we are having sex. That's about it, really. Anyway, I hope you enjoy that little letter. And, uh, yeah, take care. Bye. (laughs) What an excellent way to pop your after-the-tone cherry. (laughs) 
acknowledge the LLFC. Lovely to have you in the room. And also acknowledge the nerves. Because it is nerve-wracking. Because you never know what I'm going to say to you. <laughs> but what an excellent thing. I also did pick up on the... You're frightening the children. Do you know what? This letter is so Christian, isn't it? <laughs> it's got, like, BBC point of views. Do you remember that programme? Basically, it used to be this television programme where you could complain about the BBC to the BBC. And the BBC would air it on a Sunday night presented by Terry Wogan. Yeah, I know. Bizarre. It's got that about it, you know. I think the thing that I was astounded by was the we. We, the neighbours. We and, you know, people over the road can hear you. As if they've all been discussing it. I mean, it says a lot more about them. (laughs) That they're knocking around being like, can you hear that one over there having it off? (laughs) Jealousy. So I sort of sit between your partner, I think you said your boyfriend, and you, because not only is it like, oh my God, and not only is it like, lol, we the children, but also the amount of shame that that can inflict. Like, sex is such a space where, like, shame is so easily, like, adopted and dished out. Now you're like, oh God, we can only have sex with the window closed. God forbid, sometimes you need ventilation. You might pass out. So I'm glad that you're able to see the funny side of it now. And uh, hopefully the legacy of this letter isn't that strange. But you know what? In a sort of alternate universe, I'd love you to like write another one back and be like, we're just having it off. I'm sure. <laughs> like, how are they having it off? <laughs> That's what I want to know. How quiet are they having it off? And also, is it just jealousy? Yours sincerely, the after the tone neighbours. <laughs> Oh, hi, Scotty. I'm not one to kink shame because everyone has stuff that floats their boat, but my boat is not floated by feet. Not fam. And I seem to get waves of foot fetishists. Foot fetishists. Fuck me. I get waves of them. So someone will ask you a question on the Instagrams or something. Something simple like, what size feet are you? I swear that signals a signal to all their, I'm going to call them the double F, because FF is fist fucking, isn't it? Oh, fucking hell. How about the foof? F-O-F-E? Foofy? The foofies. Okay, we'll call them the foofies. Um, I think it just signals them, like it goes, feet, feet. And then they all just suddenly go, oh, ever had your toes licked? Ever had your feet worshipped? I have trotters. My feet aren't the best part of me. I've got dry skin, cracked skin, toenails that could slice through glass. I try and keep on top of it. I had a foot peel once. I did one of those foot masks. They're really a lot of fun. And my feet were actually nice. But it's been a long time since and uh, I'm a bit overdue having them. But yeah, I just thought I'd share that kind of insight into the world of... People imposing their fetishes on you in messages. I don't know if you're aware of this person. There's a person, I think they were on Growler, but they're someone with a walking stick and shiny shoes fetish. Nice guy, like actually get into chat to him. Nice guy, but just very specific fetishes. So my question to you, Scotty, is do you have any fetishes that you're willing to share with the lovelies here? And is there anything that you've tried and haven't liked? Maybe out there somewhere there is someone who's really into feet and just really appreciates unsolicited, unsolicited, oh my god, bye Scotty.
Oh, lovely call there from long-term listener and long-time caller as well. Lovely little call there from Toby. Thank you very much, Toby. Foofies. Lovely. I'm glad that we've got an abbreviation because me trying to say fetishists. Oh, I said it in the first take. Don't know what's your problem. So with the fifties, yeah, I have been approached quite a lot by people online, which often will start with uh, things like, can I see a picture of your feet? And often it's very specifically people that like fat feet. Because, of course, they can just like my feet. They have to be fucking fat feet as well. Often when I post, like, little clips when I'm doing yoga, because often I'll post little videos online, not because I'm, like, I'm a yoga teacher, but because I'm, like, I'm a fat body and we should all give this a go. If, because a lot of people ask me, like, how do you do yoga? How do you get into it? So it's often it will come through moments like that. I should just put a little trigger warning that we're now going to probably talk a little bit explicitly about sex. And for some people, they don't want to hear that. And not because we're prudish, but I think there are some people that sex can be quite triggering for. So, you know, I'm just going to say, I'm now going to start talking about fist fucking. Uh, <laughs> conversations you never thought you'd say. <laughs> trigger warning, going to be talking about fisting. FF, you are right, does stand for fist fucking. So we can't call the fifths FFs. So, yes, kinks, here we go. FYI, I just want to break down Growler, for those of you who are un- uninitiated, it's like Grinder, but people who are 10 stone heavier. It's a fat queer space. It's quite clunky. It's not great. There's a better one if you are sort of looking for that sort of thing called Scruff. You know, sex education for everybody, I believe in. So, you know, if you are trying to find that space for those people, that is where you want to go. Just did a little burp there whilst I was mid to talking about kink. Now, yes, I guess I would say I have kinks and I have a well-rounded sexual experience of life. And I think a lot of my kinks or my kikis have been informed by lots of early sexual experiences. So, yeah, I do tend to enjoy having sexual partners who are working class men. I also have a bit of a thing for traveller boys because most of my early trade when I was a teenager were traveller boys because I grew up next to a traveller park and I grew up in a very Irish area. So there was a lot of, like, young traveller men. Ugh, delicious. (laughs) Actually, it's really interesting because I wrote a piece of work about this, of course, called Bravado, and it's about how some of those sexual experiences were often by one action turned into abusive sexual experiences at the end largely to do with their shame but how like spitting and sort of soft violence can like the stuff that you can experience in those spaces then you can then adopt as kinks or things that you're like this I find really sexy. There was an interesting Vice documentary about this on the Instagram the other day, actually. But it was about using kinks to iron out your trauma. And I was like, for real, this is excellent area. So yeah, I think a lot of my relationships with masculinity and my fear of working class men have also informed my attraction and the early sexual experiences that I've had are often informed by those things as well. But I am really up for this opening up a much larger conversation about sex and kinks because another thing is I was speaking to somebody quite recently and they were like, oh, I don't have any kinks. And they're like, why is it nowadays that you have to have a kink or, you know, you have to be locked in a dungeon? And I thought, well, that's an interesting thing because I guess some people are quite vanilla and do quite like, you know, a bit of subtle how's your father or your mother 
or your gender-neutral parent. So let's open that question to the room. Have you got any kinks? Is there anything that you want to share here about how your sexuality was informed or how it's currently evolving? Any new things that you found in lockdown? I know people have been having it off quite a lot in lockdown. But also I want to give some space to our asexual friends as well. I've got asexual friends and listening to them talk about their friendships as relationships, I find so interesting and beautiful and empowering, particularly to desexualize a very hypersexualized society that we live in so um if any of those things ring true you know what to do pick up the blower <laughs> should have used a different word pick up the phone <laughs> open up the whatsapp and send us a little voice note to this number zero seven double eight two hundred three four two zero that's us for the first show of 2021 and what a well-rounded beautiful bunch of absolute knobheads you have been this week i want to do a special shout out to that beautiful piece of spoken word that that person called up and shared with the room i just want us to acknowledge the complexity of what that was i'm going to leave today with that in my mind and not just with grief but with like the generosity and the creativity and the fucking the subtle empowerment that I felt between that. I just want to be like, can we just mark this as like some punctuation? This is really beautiful thing. You know, I'm always in awe of the real mixture of you. Like, you know, we've done fist fucking today. (laughs) We've done vomiting out the windows and we've done spoken word and intersection. Sorry, I was going to say intersectionality, intersex. Chanality. Oh, look at me, ever the faux academic. As ever, it's been lovely. It's been gorgeous. I mean, it's been a bit of a troll, really, because I could be sat in bed sort of watching telly, because, you know, I could, but, you know, I do it for the people. <laughs> However you're doing it over the next seven days, <laughs> I hope you're doing it well, and I hope you're doing it with the windows closed, because if that's something that we learnt from this episode, there is. Much love, as ever, to all of those of you who are supporting us over on the Patreon, and my indebted thanks to my friend and my co-conspirator in After the Tone, Debbie, producer Deb, full title. Have a good one, see you next week. After the tone, after the tone, is presented by me, Scotty, produced by Debbie Kilbride, with shout outs this week to Liv Morris, Lorraine Bowen, JJ Cranston, and Podcast.co. It's a Debbie Productions production. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? 
boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.